0: Hey oh, welcome to another episode of the of Futurist podcast. It's uh good to be with you. There's just the three of us tonight. We haven't got a guest. We've decided that we are gonna have a, a little bit of a, a chin wagon and talk about our exciting event that's coming up on the 4th of May, the future Futurist Uprising. Uh but before we get into that, lads, good week. Anything interesting? I know that you've been away, Steve, and doing some some pretty exciting stuff, haven't you? No. Just last time we recorded. Have no. you not? Have you not been? Have you not been I'm... at? You not been at Digifest? Or is that, was that was last time? I don't know. I just last week.
1: But no, I've, 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 I'm on the road tomorrow. To travel ah, uh, in Manchester uh, with some uh, 140 universities.
2: Um, on the road.
1: Nice. Yeah. On the yeah. road again. Yeah. Well, I say I'm on the road. I'm not on the road. I'm getting a train because I don't want to drive on the M62. Terrific. So
0: where uh, we're going, though, lads, we don't need roads. I don't think we do.
1: I don't think we do. Um but yes, yeah, so I'm I'm over in Dean's Gate in Manchester, um tomorrow afternoon, Thursday, Friday. So it should be good. Good. I'm looking forward to it. Dan, you're you're not in the country, are you? Are you you're are you flying out somewhere?
2: Uh Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, just twenty four hours. Quick trip to Netherlands. Should be good. Oh,
1: it don't sound as done as Tulsa, does it?
2: Doesn't sound as well.
1: Good as Tulsa. <laughs>
2: Tulsa, cool,
1: twenty-four hours from Tulsa.
0: Wow! Awesome. Or or twenty-four hours in police custody or in a and e. Either, the... <laughs> yeah. but twenty-four. Hours, so you're going to the Netherlands, Dan? What what you what are you doing out there? Uh, delivering a keynote at the they've
2: got a ChatGPT in secondary education conference in Rotterdam, so should be nice. good. Doing a keynote and a I think a practical session as well, like a, a workshop as well. So yeah.
0: Nice. Sure. In, yeah. Interesting that uh, we could have made another reference to a '90s pop song, Rotterdam, sung by who? Anybody?
2: Beautiful, uh, self. beautiful
0: self. self. Yeah, beautiful self. Yeah, indeed. But you're right to Rot- Rotterdam. That sounds good. Uh, sounds uh, uh, interesting and exciting. I've been uh, I've been doing quite a lot of one-to-one coaching sessions actually this week, looking at digital marketing and content creation in small businesses. So that's been uh, that's been a, a, a lot of fun. Um, and I've got a few more of them coming up, and uh, yeah, but we, we've been we've been busy in beavering in, away in the background, aren't we? Talking about what's going to be happening on the fourth of May, Star Wars Day. <clears throat> emails landed this week, so I don't depends when you're listening, but the week that we recorded this, uh, emails landed out to our shortlist for our Future Awards that are going to be announced at the uprising. So we're, we're we're pretty much excited about that. I'm going to talk about that today, uh, and also talk about some of the stuff that that you can expect if you are going to be joining us. And if you're not joining us, why are you not joining us? You should do uprising.edgefutures.com. You can book your tickets. Um, Last call for merch, I think, is uh, we've got about a month left before you can't order any other merch to to guarantee that it's going to be uh, ready for the event. So you can wear it. We can all wear it like a uniform, couldn't we? Yeah. Or not. (laughs) <laughs> a uh,
2: have you seen that uh, <laughs> the oscars yeah. interview with have you seen the oscars interview with uh hugh grant
0: oh yeah where he talked about vanity fair and the, the woman had no just... clue about it that one
2: and then she says what are you wearing he says a suit <laughs> Oh no, she says who are you wearing he's like it's just my suit <laughs> and he like gives her a funny look and walks away
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Cool story, bro. Uh, I don't know what's happening here? Because... This is
1: this, this is not this is not rolling like it normally does. Do you, are, are we all tired? What's, go, what's going on? Normally think, we do I it on Thursday night. This is during the day. It
0: is. We, we, we've changed the day, and it's just like like miss, m- mixes up a little bit, hasn't it? It's just got us into a, a little bit of a, a different routine. Yeah. So yeah, exciting stuff happening. Uh, looking forward to uh, to people joining us at that event. We've had lots and lots of stuff happening on socials, and people talking about it. So yeah. Um, Lads we called it the uprising. Why, 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 why uprising? Why do we think that's important? And don't talk about all the other names that we all suggested. Um, because I know that everybody gets upset when I use the word gathering or we use the word what other words do we use? Party okay. conference. I think we had other like silly names as well, didn't we? So uprising. What 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 we're trying
2: Steve, to achieve? Steve was a big proponent of uprising, so maybe you should start this one, Steve.
1: I, I, I was I was against it. <laughs> uh and then as always like the logo and everything else i came in and it was already agreed so i just went along with it that's kind of like the normal stuff where i just turn in and go have we got a new logo is is this happening have we agreed this so i i, I think i do like the name it has grown on me but it definitely wasn't something i would have pushed but I, but to be fair we i think did we spend maybe five hours of trying to go through the title
0: I think it was probably even longer than that. We did, we back and forth, loads and loads of times, with loads yes, of different things.
1: Always uh, go to Ben's wife, and Ben's wife was like, "That's horrific. That's yep. bad." Yeah. Um, and and that was the benchmark. And maybe this is the one that slipped through the net. Um, I didn't tell her. All right.
0: <laughs> I, did, I did really. I did really. She's, she even liked the thing on Twitter once. Um, so yes, yeah, so uprising. It's uh, it it was. I think it's fitting That's what with yeah, it what is, we're
1: yeah. trying to, to achieve in terms of like the collective, the community. We're trying to create a revolution. and um, Sounds like the new Terminator. Did there, was there a Terminator uprising?
0: It I sounds like was. that
1: kind of program. Was,
0: was there a Matrix uprising? No, there wasn't, was there? Terminator uprising makes sense.
1: Maybe. But, yeah, it's. it's I, I like it now. It, it sounds much... Yeah, I, I like it. I think it's fitting. I think it's trying to... What we achieve, we're trying to... We say we're trying to create an uprising, but actually, I was speaking to one of our judges. I don't think he'll mind me say, Bob Harrison. Bob Harrison has been, and many, many of our, our people that we've had on the podcast have been, I say, at this, but trying to force this change and the paradigm shift for many, many years. But it seems that maybe because we're living in it and we're trying to, we're, we're involved in it so much that it seems like it is building momentum, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and we're trying to get. It was never about us. We come on a podcast and. Uh, that's wonderful. We enjoy it and we do all this other stuff. Great. And some people say it might be to stroke our own ego. But really what we're trying to do is it was never about us. You know, the the rubbish video, the leadership dance on YouTube, if everybody's ever seen it. We're trying to create this uprising or this movement. And it's never about the person who starts the dance. It's about the collective. And if you're yeah. dancing alone at a festival, drunk, it looks like pretty you're just going, that drunk person who danced really terrible. What we're trying to create is a collective movement. Of and the more people we get involved in the uprising and and as a community, the better we can't do it on our own in isolation or even as a free. Uh, I think we need hundreds of thousands of people.
0: Yeah, and 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 that's the thing in it, is we we've we've used that hashtag join the revolution for the last well, however many years, probably since somebody had stood on stage having drunk loads of monster and Red Bull and put his fist in the air. But this idea of actually it just doesn't fit. Like education is is just needs, just needs, it needs a shift. It needs an uprising. It needs to be something that's done. The power to the people stuff, and it's not like as in we're saying everybody that's in that education system or the education department and all that kind of stuff should be all thrown out. What we're suggesting is that we need a we, we need a people movement to say enough's enough. We want to do something different, and that's uh, that's that's what we're trying to, to to to. I don't want to say lead, but certainly want to be uh, involved in and. Uh, that phrase you talked about there in terms of um, where Bob and the others have been trying so hard to, to to make this change, we are definitely standing on the shoulders of those giants as we jump into this now and and, and are trying to, uh, trying, trying to make that happen. So, yes, yeah, so it's an uprising. It's an uprising of the people. It's an uprising of ideas. Uh, Dan, you use that phrase quite a lot, that um, embracing the weak signals as well, don't you? So it's like an, an uprising towards those, towards those weak signals of a, a different type of education.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, yeah, I guess it's, I think we, it's long overdue, isn't it? The, the, we need to look at what the world needs, what our students need, and, and realize that I think it comes back to that purpose. I don't know if we talked about that recently, uh, in a recent episode where it was just us, but that whole idea of what is education and why, why, why have it at all? Why have an education system? Um and I think if it's if education is an end in itself, and I suppose as a as a former philosophy teacher, I understand that concept of of education being an end in itself and I think that's it's it's a it's a virtuous thing. however, I don't I don't think many people would agree that that's what the education system is for, the education system um and, and just using my my own definition here really, but I think the education system is is to, Give our young people the, the the most chances for success and happiness in the world, and I, and I suppose when you think most people, if you take that to the next step, most people spend most of their days working, yeah, and 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 whether they're whether they're working for themselves, working for a, a company, it doesn't matter how they're working. They're, they so how how can we allow them to be successful in that arena? Yeah, and in fact. If you, I mean, if you even look at the other arena of people's lives, their personal lives. So, if education is about making making people successful and happy in their lives, then we've got personal life and all the skills that that involves, and we've got work work and life and all this all the skills and knowledge that involves. And actually, does the current education system prepare us? does it does it prepare students for their personal lives a lot of people would say no because if you look at i mean so it's, it's that old adage isn't it of oh I, I did i learned algebra and um oxbow lakes but nobody taught me how to do my taxes or turn the turn the cooker on or whatever um and it, it's very it's very it's very cliched but i think there's there's that it keeps getting repeated because there's some truth in that. Yep. So if it's not preparing us for our, our kind of personal lives and 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 within that the emotional intelligence that people need to have a relationship, have a family, and all and, and so on and so forth, but then also working lives, how to be successful in work. And I suppose the first thing you need to understand if you're going to prepare somebody for the world of work is the context of the world that people are going to be working in, yep, for sure. and then and then what's actually going to be important, what's going to because that. I mean, let's be frank as well, a lot of people like to shy away from the word money and, and, and wealth, but it might not bring up to happiness, but it's, it's going to help along the way. It's part of what society deems as a successful career. And to be successful and, and, and earn as much money as you can, you need to have a special set of skills um as Liam Neeson would say you need, to, <laughs> um, you need to you need to have a certain amount of awareness uh you need to have again social emotional s- skills and it's does the education system actually do that because just falling back and and actually I hear this a lot and it really pisses me off is that whole falling back in the world it's not our job to prepare people for for work that's work's job like <laughs> seriously and I know I want to swear there like <laughs> Well, if that's not what you're supposed to be doing then then bugger off because what yeah. what are you doing just just teaching them things for the sake of it yeah and then who decides who if you're just teaching kids things for the sake of it then it's about you like at the end of the day it's about what you yeah. this is how I teach this is what I want to do this is this is this is this is my classroom this is and it's it's a and I've used this phrase so much recently but it's that burying the head, head in the sand not looking out of the school window and going what's actually what's going on in the world you've got your job brilliant fantastic you've got your your personalized planner for the year you're feeling comfortable but actually what do the students in front of you need because do they need that curriculum is that curriculum actually going to have any importance in their lives and actually what is going to have importance in their life and I think when we talk about a revolution it's it's something more than just going let's supplement education or let's add these things on it's think there's a there's a core the core the core of education needs to be revisited and 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 i think we're at a time where lots of people individually are starting to do that now
0: i agree Um, I, i agree and i think that that idea of the mantle of the expert and somehow you've got to you are that teacher expert, and then somehow you've got to pass that on, and the children have got to know this just for knowing's sake. And you use that phrase that we've that we've heard quite a lot, which is that just in just in case learning as opposed to just in time learning. Like we're not preparing students for a future or even a a, a, a now. Like, and so as I'm hearing what you're talking about there, there's a real the real challenge that we have because if we just teach because. Um, or if we just have an education system that is just perpetuating what has been as opposed to what could be then that's a that's a that's a problem and we i think that that does need an uprising that does need to say enough is enough we have all got skin in the game we've talked about this before our own children are skin in the game and then eventually our our grandchildren and and whatever else comes after us there's a skin in the game and we're not we're not preparing students we're not preparing young people for life and work. And you use that phrase there, Dan. And I, and I think that's kind of why we've done the awards that we've done this year in terms of that, that equip, help, celebrating people who are equipping people for uh, the world in which we'll live, work and learn in the future. And that idea of um, it's not just about what they're going to go and do, the job they're going to do. And actually, that's probably because we've had a utilitarian um, setting, which is like, Somehow you do school that gets you into college, that gets you into university, that gets you into work. And that's it's always been that linear path. And so because that's been the case, you only need to get them to the next stage. You don't need to think about the the, the ultimate purpose, the kind of the goal, the end um, of of these people. And, and, and to be honest, you're right. I, it, it, interesting where you say that a lot of teachers don't say it's our job. It's not our job to teach them what they're going to need for work. But I think increasingly you hear people talking about that's not our job to teach them about how to live and what to do. It's not, it, that's not our place. That's a, and to be honest, that is part of a parent's job as well, isn't it? But it's that, it's that idea of um, we're thinking about students more than just being a cog in a, in a, in a, societal machine that just play a part the the individuals and that's why we've we've done some of the interviews that we've done over the years in terms of character in terms of holistic development in terms of well-being and and we've bothered about that kind of stuff rather than just can they use a computer um which is what a lot of people pigeonhole this kind of future education stuff into we're thinking about the broad conversation aren't we
2: yeah, I think so. And if you think like one of the one probably one of the biggest factors, uh this won't be long, Steve. One of the biggest factors in in happiness is your mental well being. And and actually, there's a big case to say that that schooling actually adds to mental health problems, not actually alleviates it because of the because of the pressures and the system that we put through students in. You just have to look at the statistics for rising child um and teenage um mental health issues it's like it's crazy it's absolutely crazy and for what for for cramming as much knowledge into their heads as possible that 95 percent of it will never use
1: yeah I, I agree and i think if you look at those rising things in regards to lost learning or whatever or the fact that this learning is not appropriate or uh, the well-being stuff, uh, anxiety, depression, uh, mental health, and well-being in young people. Um, for a period of time, you could put it down da- that it was put down to the pandemic, wasn't it? People were staying at home. This is well. Let's be honest. It was never reviewed. Um, it was never thought about that actually the education system was creating this issue because people were happy with the education system, or so many were. Um, so, uh, you know, yeah, I think it's still been used as an excuse of, well, people have been stuck in and this is why they, they're struggling, and I disagree. Like I said, uh, you put people, everybody, through exactly the same exam system and see what cause, chaos it causes. How stressed between the three of us were we um, to do our driving test? Imagine if actually at the age of Did seven,
0: you do a driving test, Steve, or were you riding horses? <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, I said I needed a faster horse, not a car. (laughs) uh, um, Yeah, it's an interesting one though, is it? Because we talk about that and uh, I can't remember who said it and and apologies if I misquote. but somebody said, well, ultimately imagine on the same day, um, roughly around the same age post your 16th birthday or whatever birthday, you'd be sitting an exam because that's the time that we need you to test you. Imagine if everybody did a driving test or ev- everything was standardized in that way. I just madness. Absolute madness. No wonder it's causing anxiety because pe- a lot of people aren't ready. Um they might be ready before it. There might there might be loads of and they also know that it's weighted against many people, um, uh, that they probably won't ever achieve. Um and a lot of them are going in thinking, well, the best you can do. I don't know about you, but let best in terms of my education system, a lot of and my education and schooling because I wasn't somebody who conformed and didn't enjoy the way it was structured, people would say, well, I'm going to put you on a, um, the lower paper or whatever it's called, or the intermediate rather than higher paper. And the best you can hope for is this. Um, I, I probably think that you're probably going to get a D. Um, I remember it, D or lower, pretty much for every single one of my GCCs. That was my expectations or the expectations put in um, on me and, I didn't do much better, but I got 11 Cs. And I remember the day when I went in and my uh, teachers just went, you surprised me there. Um, and I was like, good surprise? Or is it, has it, it, I was like, why do you seem annoyed that I've actually done okay? Maybe it's because <laughs> I it was a terror. But like, you know, it's, it's madness, isn't it? That they say, well, the expectation for that individual it would always be the highest you can achieve is uh, mediocrity or lower. What does that say to a person?
0: It it, it doesn't and, and, and like we know that this we talked about this uh in the newsletter. If you're not subscribed to the newsletter, newsletter.edjufutures.com and you'll get a every Saturday morning. But obviously we, we talked about that and Dan I think one of the um one of the articles Dan wrote about was about a third of our students, we failing a third of our students because they fail English and maths every year. And it's almost like we're creating this bell curve of this mediocrity, this uh, we're accepting that some people are gonna fail. And actually, what we're gonna do is we're gonna perpetuate that failure by making them reset it until <laughs> until <laughs> time immemorial. I told you about my brother done it over 20 times, done his GCSE mass over 20 times and still hasn't passed it. And it's just like it's just it's just ridiculous um that we just expect children and young people to um to, to just, just accept that mediocrity. And I think one of the things that's, that we're, um, we, we've we had the privilege of uh, over the last five years to, to think about really is, is there is a different way. There is a different way. And um, it, when, we're not saying there is a different way, actually. There are different ways, probably plural. We're looking at a variety of different things. It doesn't just need to be one size fits all. Every classroom needs to be the same. We need to uh, celebrate that difference. We need to celebrate the diversity and we need to celebrate the, uh, in, in education, but we also need to cel- celebrate the diversity in people and to, and to, to, uh, to celebrate that. So, yeah.
1: And we, we've talked about it often that way in terms of our awards that sometimes changing everything and doing a revolution for an organisation, an individual uh, or a structure can um, feel like kind of an elephant and – kind of what we're trying to celebrate is some great stuff where whole organizations have made seismic changes or some of the online schools have completely rewritten the rule book and, and done things differently. But actually some of them are just showing how you can eat an elephant a leg at a time. Like you know some of the schools, some of the organizations, some of the people, they've not completely got rid of everything and they still have GCSEs and they still do certain stuff and but they've got some really exciting projects and it's great to celebrate that and show and demonstrate what steps can be taken, and the footprints that can be followed, and the new paths that can be created to to this revolution. That um, uh, it's not just it's iteration at the time, but I think that's what we're trying to achieve, and this is why we showcase it to say, look, this is what people, this is what's already happening in the UK in favour of field. Let's follow these people, let's see how it goes, and and we've been doing that for five years. You guys did it for a year before I joined, and that's what we've been doing on a regular basis now. And I think it's great to see that some of those schools are still doing really, really well and excelling five years on when people would say, well, that'll never work. Well, five years in, they're still doing amazing stuff. So it must work. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Should we, should we talk about the, for those people that might not know, the different categories that we've got, do they know exactly when the award is? I know you've mentioned the, the where, who, what, when, yeah, yeah. how, yeah, for, everything. For
0: sure. we've, um, we've been really, really fortunate as well that a group of... Um, businesses have decided to partner with us on this as well so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them and we'll talk about what we're trying to achieve in each one of those so i suppose as a, as a, as a big massive shout out thank you and uh just a, a recognition to signing App, who are our head sponsor um they do a, a lot of work in the visitor management system um, in schools and colleges, and uh, obviously it's helping keep people safe, but but trying to trying to cut down on workloads for, for staff as well, which is a which is a huge thing. So they're headline sponsoring partnering with us for the event on the fourth of May. Yeah, I've, I think I mentioned Star Wars Day earlier, fourth of May, seven seven p.m. It's going to be an evening thing. It's going to be a celebration. It's going to be a bit of fun. Uh, in fact, we wrote a nice little uh, thing the other day, which was. Um, we, we, we said it's an event for those who know it can be better. And this is what we've just been talking about for the last 20-odd minutes. Uh, who are doing better, who are leading the way. And then this phrase that we use, if any of these sound like you, then we welcome you to join us for an evening of friendship Ideas and affinity, and probably a bit of beer as well. Uh, if you if you if you do want to beer with us, you don't feel like you have to drink with us. But if you want to drink with us, we will we'll, we will definitely enjoy that. So we're gonna we're gonna gather for that uprising and do the event. So yeah, we're, we're really pleased to be partnering with uh, signing up for that. And then uh, we've got a, a number of different categories as well, haven't we? So uh, signing up are obviously sponsoring our Reg, uh, headline edgy futurist of the year um a, a award and that of of the year is is, is 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 an individual who is shaping the future of education through their leadership and innovation that's what we are looking for and there's some some wonderful people in that category the nominees were uh were made known of this if they didn't read their emails they might be listening to this for the first time and finding out they're a nominee well done uh they're highly commended uh these people have all won high, highly commended already so um I've got that list up here. So we've got the wonderful Al Kingsley from NetSupport. Uh, we've got Nav Ahmed. Uh, we've got Sarah Prevett. And we've got Priya Carney, as I were highly commended in the Edgy Futures of the Year c- category. So well done to everybody there. And obviously the winner will be announced um, at the event on the 4th of May.
2: Yeah. Up next. Uh, so we're excited that we're getting to do this one again. I think is this the second year we've done it? Was it the third year?
0: Third
2: year. Third year. So we've got University of the Year. Um and we've got some we've got some great uh nominees here and those who've who've received highly commended. So we've got uclan Clan who, who are up again. Have uclan Clan been nominated before for University. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think I think they might have won That's year one, actually, uclan Clan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my memory's shocking. Uh they might, but yeah, they might not have done if you didn't win, sorry. <laughs> some time ago, if anybody
1: if, if, if you if you know if you plan of been nominated or, or <laughs> won previously if you could let us know that would be absolutely wonderful if but, you can, uh, send it, if you
0: can send it via carrier pigeon too <laughs> sorry Dan <laughs>
2: uh yeah so they, they have been Arizona State University so uh international uh highly commended University there Arizona State uh, UA 92 and Bait Bell College as well so we've got some really good strong contenders there for for University of the Year and that is being sponsored by Surpass
0: yeah so it's great to have Surpass joining us again uh, as a sponsor a partner for University of the Year I know they're doing great work in that e-assessment world and and championing that stuff so thank you Surpass for for joining us and uh yeah we're looking forward to that one Steve have you got the next one up
1: yeah, FE Colleges, uh, something that's we've all been involved in, uh, something close to all of our hearts. Um, I think this year, yeah, uh, none of our ex or current employees are actually up, which is always nice. I know we don't have the vote, and it's, all, it's a, there's a judging panel and a public vote, but it's always thinking, oh, well, how well do I know? behind Leeds <laughs> last year I'll be honest just, I they was just behind
0: Burnley and didn't win either
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it's the Wolves uh, Wolverhampton winning last year and Conrad a, a, a good guy that we've known for, for quite a few years but yeah College of the Year uh, or every College of the Year has been sponsored by uh, Hundo um, really um, happy to have the, them involved this year um, trying to change um, the world of what a flat personal statement and CV looks like Doing it on blockchain. I remember this episode. Dan was the most alert I've ever heard him in the last few weeks. Uh, Dan's been heavy in terms of writing and anything else, but it was it was a fascinating one. Um, trying to think about avatars, but also the decentralization, the ownership, being with the student in terms of their qualification, short courses, modular credentials, all those kind of things, which is which is fascinating. But the the highly commended categories, whole college. Uh, we've got a big contingent. We've seen people signing up after our. Um, our shot listed to uh, Hull whole um, be traveling over from the east coast across to Leeds on the 4th of May we've got colleague sirgar down in the south of Wales we've got Darlington College from the northeast and then we've got heart of Worcestershire College um, um, or, uh, that have pioneered their blended learning consortium and some great work that's been done by those four colleges so yeah excited for that one and that is going to be really competitive I think when the ju- for the judging voting, and the um, when the public vote comes out uh, in this week or next week,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, very much so. And We've got a new category next up that we haven't um, we haven't had before, but we we thought based on some of the wonderful work that is happening in multi academy trusts that we want to uh, recognise them as well. So this next award is Matt of the Year, uh, sponsored by Transformative, uh, a, a, a new business really that support who are doing work to support. Um, multi-academy trust across the uk so um johnny and lisa and the team there are doing great great work so again thank you for for partners with that so the multi-academy trust that are up for highly commended already and in with the chance of becoming mat of the year 2023 we've got um academies enterprise trust which is aet Uh, leo academy trust down in the south. We've also got Lee Academy Trust, which is in that's not Leo, that's Lee Academy's Trust. So that could get that could get confusion if we uh, if we announce it badly. Uh, so Lee Academy's Trust, they're up in the north, which is which is exciting. And then we've got ATC achievement through collaboration trust. Um,
1: I think in, I think Lee is in the
0: South. No, Lee Lee Lee's in the north, I'm sure it is. Warrington, Wigan Lee. Wigan and Lee. Oh, it's the two.
2: Leon C is in Essex. Then there's Lee. Yeah, Leon C as well. is it? Yeah. All right.
0: Well, well never, mind. never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Well, okay, it's, even,
1: it's even more complex that they might be quite near each other in terms of geolocation. But, uh, but... <laughs> yeah, never mind.
0: Well, anyway, well done you four for being highly commended. AET, Leo, Lee, and ATC. We're looking forward to celebrating with you.
2: Yeah, and up next is. Primary school. school, secondary, secondary
1: school. school. <laughs> Dan, what, like, let's like, just call out. Dan, what are you doing during this podcast? What are you writing? Are you reading? Are you
2: just, reading catching up, yeah? just catching up
1: with ironing. Oh yeah. It <laughs> keeps going. I what that I, steam? I, was. I, I, thought was way, man, I thought you <laughs> were I thought it keeps doing this.
2: I have to keep muting when I when I press the steam button really loud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh
2: second so secondary school of the uh, uh first one uh local one to me xp gateshead so i know xp um in doncaster have been nominated and xp is as an organization as a whole have been in the past but uh this is a good one uh so xp in gateshead one of their their newest schools uh, doing an amazing job for the community uh we have got uh liver tree rc girls school um yeah and and Learn Village another northeast one northeast leading the way here and Denby High School as well so those four have been highly commended for Secondary School of the Year and Secondary School of the Year is sponsored by
0: Net support again coming back four years on the trot. Net support have, have, have partnered with us, um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're very very grateful to the team there for for partnering with Secretary School of the year. Next up,
1: uh, just to clarify, if anybody sees Dan with an iron mark on any of his shirts <laughs> or, or jumper, um, just don't worry about it. He's fine. Um, he's just multitasking. He's picking up the task that Chat can't do for him, but. Uh, Um, But yeah, so primary school, I I guarantee, let me have a look at this category. There'll be some big words in here that I'll trip myself up on. I I know it. Um, Working with uh, in Ireland, um, I often come across words like as is an and that I can't pronounce. But uh, yeah, first one up is Willowbrook. Um, The second one up is Gershaw School. And the third is Hartsome. And the final one is Atelier, I believe. Um, yeah. And that's sponsored by Learning by Questions. Again, um, a, a partner and a sponsor that's been with us for quite a few years now. Uh, and, and, you know, we talk about this movement, don't we? Um, that, yeah, they were with us on the first year, Ben. Um, sorry. It's trolling. And, uh, remember, i remember remember the book can you questions tell, remember the... Can you tell?
0: people who were uh, listening would have never known that if, if you if you were the set out
1: <laughs> so, i was like yeah. i was like i was like have i made an error no they've been there with us since the beginning and i think uh, whether they've been with us every year or, or or come back to us i think that's the strength of of what we're trying to achieve that we're not only trying to change the movement but we're backed by partners sponsors that see what we're trying to achieve that's beyond return on investment of. Oh, how many people can I pitch to? That's never been the conversation. How many people can I sell to? No, that's not the conversation. We're trying to create a movement and we're trying to create partnerships and sponsorships of people who are trying to celebrate us, support us to support the movement and the, and the transformation that's happening.
0: For sure, and the, and they've they've always championed us in the background, even if they haven't been officially with us at events as well. So yeah, thank you to Pete Lee and the team, Heather and the team over at Learning by Questions. Next up, we've got another new category. I think that's my job this this time to uh, announce new categories. We've got online outstanding online school of the year which is uh, partnered with uh, Extraordinary Collective. Uh, thanks, Angela, and the team over there, who are doing some great work in terms of um, developing skills and um, doing some online work, uh, in, particularly in the Liverpool City region, but more broadly than that as well. So with the four highly commended in this category are Activate Learning, our Sora Schools, our Kidato, and uh, Eton X. So uh, a a strong strong lineup there in the outstanding online schools. Dan
2: yeah and this one is our award for for skills. Um yeah this is sponsored by Canopy. Yes (laughs) well
0: done Dan well done Dan is that (laughs) That on the back of
2: the iron (laughs) they're complete guess that (laughs) as well
0: we are so professional guys
2: No of course who else would it be uh, canopy' been with us uh, for a while now sponsoring this award or versions of this award uh, do it doing a fantastic job training the world at the moment on on Google Google skills um, and and all that goes with it. So yeah uh, first one up is Anna Thorpe so Anna Darren white as well um so some of you might know from Twitter and just had it just had a recent book out called what's their why what's their why uh so yeah, see that.
0: i'm not hanging guys i'm listening
2: <laughs> neil burrows
0: and well done buzz david... from burnley college that's a burnley college shout out that one so well done buzz
2: nice uh and david cm carter
1: brilliant then we have uh, innovative project a uh, new category for this year um i think um there's always other thing where we looked at didn't we the categories this year we did do a refresh and we considered right and you know, we we've, we've had uh, nothing taken away from we've had uh, it managers and professionals and those kind of things but we we kind of reviewed and we had a discussion about um the impact not only of the award but also the amount of people that could be uh, applicable to each one and we we've never had an individual teacher category so to have a specific category for for a person or a, a role um we thought just needed a bit of a, a review and and actually it managers, loads of different variations of, of people or roles can be applicable to the project uh, that can be collective one person um and and yeah we're we're really excited for this and learnosity um as um the partner and the award sponsor for this one um, and the great work they're doing around behind the scenes it's one of those things where you might not have heard the platform but i guarantee you'll have used it with um because so many different tools um Platforms, VLEs, and everything else do work off the back of it. So it's a it's a great tool. Uh, In this category, we've got NCG, we've got Portsmouth uh, Education Partnership, we've got Body Swaps and Meta, and some great work being done there. And then we've got Meet Eric as the final um highly commended in that category. And and again, it's going to be a wonderful competitive category. Is that one this year? For sure.
0: For sure. Yes. Um, And our Final official one that people uh, we've got lots of people uh, commended for is our well-being champion. Uh, again, this one uh, uh, we're doing this in partnership with six connections. The guys, Dave and Andy that are doing wonderful work um, around mental health and well wellbeing um, in businesses, but also in education. And uh, it's been, been sponsored by the plus 24 Academy. Um, I do a little bit of work with them and they agreed that they would want to sponsor this one uh, and partner with Six Connections for this one. And we've got four uh, big hitters in this uh, category as well. So we've got Claire Tamplin, who's the mindful movement coach uh, is the first highly commended. Then we've got Lee Parkinson, Mr. PICT. You'll probably, uh, if you follow anybody on Twitter or Facebook, you'll probably see Mr. P. Then we've got John McGee, the kindness coach. Um, he's he's very heavily involved with Rise Magazine and the, the team down there as well. And then we've got a, a, actually, this one is for two people, which is Kirsten Comley and Susie Goodson from Tell Me, the Tell Me app, which is doing a lot of work to address the mental health crisis and health inequalities for young people. So they're, they're the, the main ones. But we have got, uh, yeah. we are going to be announcing uh, another big one, aren't we, Dan? The one that we're excited yeah, so got... to bring somebody in as well.
2: Yeah, one of our, one of our, um, annual awards which which we're really proud to give out every year is the outstanding achievement award um and uh we'll we'll reveal who that is in good time but we're really happy to have last year's winner of the outstanding achievement award join us in person in leeds um and to to give out the the award to the the new winner um and that will be uh sagata mitra so the winner from last year sagata who um is a world-renowned um, TEDx speaker on education. Um, invented the the hole in the wall experiments in India in the nineties, and um, yeah, just a, an all-round um, edgy futurist, really, in in his outlook, and not just in his outlook, but in his in his practice and what he the. the the, the courses he does and the the work he does with school so it'd be great to have him in person um we'll, we'll, i think we're we'll catching him at just the right time because he, he spends a third of his year in india a third of his t- year in california and then a third of his year in gateshead um who would do that in fact just around the corner from where uh, xp are so uh yeah it'll be great to to have him join us for that and i know a lot of you listening a lot of people attending will be massive fans of 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 the legend that is Sagata Mitra. So come along and, and and meet the guy in real life.
1: Yeah. And I don't think we need to shout about ourselves, but I think um we we spend a lot of time behind the scenes trying to to, to get the event going, work with partners, uh planning and stage and everything else. But we love it. We we think it's so worthwhile. Um but nothing works if when we put the public nomination out, we normally have thousands and thousands every year, it seems to go up in terms of, um, and it's only one vote. Um, So it's not the be all and end all, but it's so important that if you've got friends, family, colleagues, organizations that you work in that are are nominated and in the highly uh, commended categories that we've just talked about, get voting, but also sign up, let's celebrate them on the night. I don't know. um, I'm sure it will be absolutely rammed um, and and standing room only uh, because we're not having seats. (laughs) because <laughs> um, uh, we want to do it a bit rogue, and, and the venue is so quirky. They have, like, back-to-basics and, and Nikes and stuff like that rather than just a standard award ceremony. We're trying to be cutting-edge and edgy, because um, none of us are. But um, come along, book your tickets, Ben. It's uprising.edgyfuturist.com. Is that right? I That's get that right. right, yeah. You can go um,
0: and your You can get your merch from there as well.
1: Yeah, get your merch. Sign up early. To, let's. To, we're hoping it'll sell out uh, well in advance of... Um, the, the event itself, but come and if somebody you know has been recommended or go in or anything else, let's get them let's get them uh, celebrated on the night. It'll be a good laugh. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, good night out and, and 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 good drinks, good banter, and uh, lots of celebrating the revolution and the future of education and everything in between. Plenty of opportunity to meet people, chat, and uh, connect.
0: And there's, and there's loads of stuff in there as well that we've not we've not got uh time to mention this 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 uh, in this episode. We'll be talking about like different people sharing their stories of of innovation and the things that they're doing to push that envelope. We've got loads of people that are gonna be um we're gonna be talking about and launching some of our own stuff in terms of the edge futures community and some of the stuff that uh we're seeing coming forward for the future as well. So yeah, watch this space on that stuff. Um we are we are uh, loving it we're really grateful for the partners let's uh mention that again and see learning are obviously sponsor, sponsoring that outstanding achievement award so it's fantastic to be able to uh to to partner with these companies a, a good number of whom have been back year after year after year um to, to work with us so we're, we're really grateful this doesn't happen without our partners so once again a massive thank you there but as well all those highly commended, those 40 people that are highly commended in those categories, super well done already. Uh, and we look forward to celebrating with you on the 4th of May. As Darren White would say, that would mean that Star Wars Day is going to be extra special that week, that
1: year, but that week. And, it, and it's cemented and, and and right between two Maybank holidays. Is that right?
0: I believe so, yes. Yeah. So we, we can celebrate King Charles. Um and, and uh, do a toast. Look at the dog. Let's, uh, dog. let's, let's, let These two uh, let's not to... worry about that. Let's just <laughs> worry
1: about the Thursday, the fourth of May, being the kickoff of a long weekend that you get off outside of education. We work really, yeah. really hard. You'll have yeah. the Monday off anyway. Make it a short week. Book the weekend with loved ones and friends in up in the north of England, Leeds, great city. Uh, and take the Friday off. Get hammered on the Thursday. Have a long <laughs> weekend to recover and get back to it on Tuesday. Come and enjoy it and celebrate and have a laugh with us. Looking forward to it.
0: Nice one, boys! Thanks for that. Have a have a great week, everybody. I look forward to uh, seeing you, speaking to you, listening to you, um, very very soon. One two.